Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. On this evening's episode, we will be discussing consoles, console wars, and I was going to stick to the main three, but I think we should include further back consoles, you know, not just PlayStation, but we can hit Atari and stuff like that, right? Uh, what was the one you said? 3DO. Yeah, the 3DO. Commodore 64. Yeah. And television. Yeah, and television. So, um, when... Actually, got to introduce people, right? This evening, I'm joined by Tim and Peter. How do Hi. And, uh, yeah. So, when I started with video games, it was already after the video game crash, right? Yeah. Boo Ernst, you know, born in 84, so... When Nintendo saved the day. Yeah. So, um, I knew very little about Atari when I was getting into it. Nintendo was God. Um, Then all of a sudden, Sega showed up, and and it was, okay, is the Sega like a Nintendo, or is it like a Super Nintendo? And I guess the truth kind of lies somewhere in the middle there, right, with the things that Sega was doing. But yeah, my first initial... um, encounter with any home video game system in my home especially was the normal nintendo so was that the 8-bit or the 16-bit just the you know the one with the door the gray nes the the nes NES. yeah wow yeah yeah Yeah, the first generation but there was a lot of good games for that system too first in-home console that we officially had is in my family was the pong that was Atari, I think. Wasn't yeah. It? Or did you just have Pong? We itself? just had Pong itself, and then we yeah. got the Atari afterwards. But yeah. just, just the actual Pong, one game only console. Yeah. Yeah, I never had any of the early consoles before the eight-bit Nintendo. Uh, yeah, it was just kind of a pipe dream to have a, a ColecoVision. I was still pretty young. Um, Nintendo really got me on the bandwagon, though. Wow, in a big way. Oh, yeah, I was Nintendo all the way. Um, And then one Christmas came, and, you know, you know what you asked Santa for. You want the big thing, right? So I asked, I I couldn't figure it out. I'm like, do I want a Super Nintendo or do I want a Sega Genesis? And I'm like, just torn, right? So I asked for both, and I'm like, well, whichever one I get, I'll just have to go with that, right? Just hope Santa made the right decision. Well, I think I mentioned even on here on one of our Christmas things, that Christmas, we got both. You did? Yeah, we got a Super Nintendo and a Sega Genesis, right? So, like, I actually got to weigh them amongst each other. When it came to Nintendo stuff, it seemed like it was easier to find and had more accessories kind of thing okay, yeah, like yeah. to pick up an extra controller for uh a sega was actually harder to do than it was to just get another one for the super nintendo right True uh, that, for, yeah. i don't know why yeah, maybe it was import or i i have no idea but to find a decent sega controller like now is almost impossible yeah it's kind of funny how sega was kind of uh, like they were fighting for dominance, but uh, you could find Nintendo's accessories way more than you could ever find Sega Gen. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. Well, like you said, you have to remember that Nintendo had just saved the gaming industry. So 
Nintendo was where everyone went to, and Nintendo was in everyone's house. All of the other things were trying to break in. So, of course, Nintendo's on the shelf. Yeah. Right, but just as a footnote for Nintendo, and you're right, um, uh, Matt, is that uh, Nintendo seemed to always have all the add-ons, and it's just not just for, for that, but for for all of their systems, and all the right add-ons. Like, the was it the GameCube that got the four-player add-on, right? Plug this player in and plug more four more controllers in. Oh no, that was that was. N sixty four was the first one. Was it N sixty four that got it? No, it came with it. The N sixty four came with four ports. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the the Super Super Nintendo only had two ports. So then they had. So they had the hub. The hub. Yeah. 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 There we are. Anyone? And it came with the rifle. Very little. Oh, the well, we didn't. Did we get the right? No, we didn't get the rifle one. What one did we get? No, no, that was uh, normal Nintendo, and that was a package before we got. Uh, when we got the normal Nintendo, um, we got the one with uh, Duck Hunt and Mario and the Zapper, the, the first Zapper. I thought you were talking about like the Super Scope for the Super Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> hmm? I found with a lot of the uh, ROMs nowadays, like I was playing Mario uh, Mario 1, and it was either a bad ROM or I don't think they changed it. No, yeah, I was playing a version of Mario 3. I can't remember what version it was. I think it might have been on the Lost Islands, or not the Lost Islands, the uh, All-Stars, Mario All-Stars. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and I went to go get the flute in the first cave where you have to run back the other direction and fly up on the top, walk across the top, drop down, and then the flute is there, right? Right. That's actually, I think, the second one you can get in that world. But I went to go do that, and it had an invisible wall up out of screen that wouldn't let you get that other whistle. Yeah, so I don't know if it was... A modded version, but yeah, it was now, horrible. Was that, flute, was that also uh, something that you could use to warp to different levels in, yeah. in the game as well? Yeah. yeah, and you could get two of them in the first level. It is kind of interesting that you're focused on Nintendo games because, it, yeah, Nintendo did seem to be the guys who were carrying the console wars for the longest time. Well, we like, are only family. six minutes in, so I, I, I'm... Stretching it, you know what I oh, mean. Right, right. You know, we got to tell well, people yeah, what Nintendo's but it, about. But, but it's a weird thing because in my family, my like at home, if I was to go to my mother's house right now, it's an Xbox, right? Oh, we'll get we'll do. We'll now, get hang to, on, hang yeah. on, right? But when I left home, right, my first Nintendo, and and I've had Nintendo all the way through until right now, where I've got a PS4. So it's. It is interesting that there were it's only certain members of my family that are pro Xbox. Within my own family, um, you're going to find large division between Xbox, PS, and uh, yeah, and Nintendo. Well, the big three are Nintendo, Xbox, and PlayStation right now. I'm hoping the Steam Deck does something. At least to shake things up, get the console yeah. prices maybe to drop a bit after yeah. they see what. You know. I I still don't believe in the reliability of computers. 
right? Mm. And the computer upgrade, and you're having the computer that now is no longer because it's six months old, so you've got to get a new computer. So anything that's running off of the mainframe of a computer, eh. Well, they Whereas also with the consoles. They the also consoles are giving you that mainframe in and of themselves. That was the big thing. But the that. Steam Deck is giving you the ability to self upgrade it. But is it a console? Because it's not running independently. Um, no, it would be closer to a PC, a portable PC. Yeah. So so it will operate without being plugged into your computer. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's its own thing. Think a baby laptop. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna drop it. Like, what is the future for all of these things, including the Steam? Like you said, is it portable? Can we take it with us? Or does it get stuck at home? Or is really where I'm putting my money, and I'm gonna keep putting my money, is my smartphone? Because I think that if I have to to say what is the gaming console I use primarily today, it's my smartphone. Yeah. Yeah, I I would hope that yeah I guess we do have to add the smartphone to the console because it, it's it's the big one right now. If you think about it, it makes the most money by far. That's right. By far, like it's like three times more in yeah. a year just in that market alone. Yeah. And it's because we can just sit on the couch and go, oh, that's free. Yeah, okay, I'll play it. And you spend hours doing it, like. So- like here's an example. Uh, they just reached a hundred million consoles sold of Switch, but if you're looking at the cell phone, you're looking at, I'm sure three, four hundred million. You gotta get a little closer to her. She's sensitive. Get in and whisper. <clears throat> Everybody likes it when you whisper, anyways. Hope I can take that cough out. Yeah, it looks like a good clean cough. Anyways, um. Yeah, so like I said, growing up, it, it was Nintendo. Nintendo was the way to go. It had the most titles, as far as I could tell. Um, however, I find that Sega had the most unique titles. Like the the, the, the game choice. All right, I gotta. I agree with you, Matt. That when it came down to game choice, game choice really had a lot of dependent. Uh, where I I put my money as far as console. Yeah, uh, console was. I know I I'm with Nintendo. Because Nintendo, above all, have the most uh, RPG and uh, turn-based games of any of the consoles out there. I could be wrong, you know, but uh, from my point of view, yeah. And I've never been really a, you know this, man. I've never really been a first-person shooter or top-down shooter kind of guy to begin with. And really, that's Xbox's bread and butter. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. So, the fact that I ended up with a PS4 and a Nintendo... And no Xbox ever in my life. No. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then after the um, Super Nintendo, a friend of mine got the Nintendo 64. And shortly after the Nintendo 64 came out, the PlayStation 2 hit. Or no, the PlayStation 1 hit. Sorry. Yeah. And... That was that was different, man. That was that was something else. When when that change happened, can't answer that. I you, never used it. I you never, never used it. I've used never. Uh, like I said, I was Nintendo all the way. Yeah, Nintendo sixty four. 
uh, yeah, but I've used Nintendo 64, and yes, it was a game changer, but the PS1, never used. My mm. first PS is the PS4, and I've oh. never owned an Xbox, not a single one, ever. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you put a fist away. And, and it's kind of funny that uh, oh, uh, Nintendo 64 um, and PlayStation were actually going to make an add-on for Nintendo, and there was a lot of infighting uh, with Sony and Nintendo, you know, kind of being stubborn with each other. And mm -hmm. it ended up PlayStation taking what they had learned from helping Nintendo make their disk drive, and they ended up making their own console, um, trying to corner the market. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, I personally believe that it was Nintendo's poor decision to stick with a cartridge when they weren't coming along as fast as the disc systems were yeah. because you could hold so much more on these CDs at the C at the, at the time they were CDs. Some See, of the people wanted loading too. Eh? And with the cartridge loading was really fast Yeah, with the streaming from the CD ROM. There was, there's a lot of weight. Yeah. And Nintendo wanted too sweet kind of loading and PlayStation wasn't all about, well, we can wait two seconds for this game to load. It'll still be a great game. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting thing, though, about the cartridge versus the disc. Um, and I got to be honest with everybody. I, I, Nintendo had the right idea. Even the disc is gone. Even out of our computers. The yeah. disc is gone. It's now thumb drive. And what's a thumb drive? Wow. <laughs> That's started off as a cartridge, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so... Sure, Nintendo may have been sticking to their guns, but... Yeah, at very best, a cartridge with a battery in it. Yeah. Yeah. When those things go in your, you uh, cry. The cartridge for the Nintendo Switch is a nasty cartridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's about the same yeah, size. That's what it was. That's essentially what it was. Yeah. Um, Nintendo's got to be loving it now because now they don't have all the... Well, I, they had a little bit of the infrastructure put into it once you get to the GameCube, but um, at the time, like, instead of trying to look for discs and stuff like that, they're just like, no, we have our cartridges, you know, we can make the game bigger or smaller, depending on how much mem memory we want to put into each one of them, you know, we can save a little bit of money here by not putting it in some of them and putting more in other ones, you know, and depending on how much the big corporations pay us to make their games and... Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't both the cartridge and the mini disc from the uh, GameCube, which I love, by the way, GameCube, one of my favorite systems, um, weren't they both as well an attempt to prevent piracy of their own games? Because it was really hard to copy off yeah. those two things, wasn't it? Data uh, storage. Yeah. Right. So it was harder to bootleg a Nintendo 64 game because you would have to find the right size cartridge. You would have to find the right size cards and stuff like that to put inside the cartridge. And yeah. then you'd be able to have to figure out how to flash the memory to the cartridge. And there, there's a fair bit to it, right? So that would definitely cut it down. And then with PlayStation going straight for a normal size, or yeah, normal size CD, and they just made it black. Well, that wasn't good enough. They, they, well, they got around both, but. It was easier to get around PlayStation ones. Yeah, but again, again, going to GameCube is that, and we don't talk about it because it was very short-lived in the computer industry. 
right? Because we went from the drive, we went to the drive, and then we went to the super small drive, which was super fast and loading and super and huge in memory. And that was very short-lived because then it very quickly went to the zip drive. Um, but that small little disk that we were using on computers, that's also the same technology that was in the GameCube. So again, you know, I know a lot of people talk about how Nintendo tends to be like that little few steps behind. Yeah. But I actually, and I, you know, you, I've argued this to death that Nintendo, their game consoles are where they do their R and D for all of the rest of their industry. Yeah. Right. So yeah. they make sure that they put it in a smaller chip and all of this, so everything's running perfectly while they throw something new at you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Where were we? 64. Um, obviously, the best games for that are like GoldenEye. Have you ever played that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I played lots yeah. of GoldenEye. It's actually coming to Xbox. The original GoldenEye yeah. is porting over to the Xbox One. That, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Why isn't it? Well, going? you have to remember that, uh, was it last year, two or three years ago? Uh, Xbox and Nintendo for the first time only have finally come to that agreement. And now there's a sharing platform. You can actually access, uh, I believe, your Xbox story on your Nintendo now, right? And there's communication between those two systems. So there is now a relationship between those two systems. So it's not as surprising as we think to see it mm. going there. Yeah, Xbox plays nice with Nintendo. Yeah. 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 And we know who's bending the knee more there, too. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's not Nintendo. No. 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 Nintendo doesn't. Because a Nintendo game with an official licensed character. So I'm talking your Mario's. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Banjo-Kazooie. Yeah. yeah. All their, their links. Yeah. Their, you know, their Zelda series. Yeah. series. Um, even to now a big portion Pokemon. That's primarily on Nintendo too, right? Right, exclusive. So anytime one of those games comes out, it comes out at a premium price because Nintendo knows it's one of their A guys. Even if it's just like Mario Tennis, it comes out and it's a premium price game. And, you know, you would think after six months, okay, the price is going to come down. No. Nintendo it does with does every one. other system too, yeah. right? Except Nintendo. Except Nintendo. Nintendo puts their games out. That's how much it costs, and that's always going to be how much it costs. Yeah. Well, it was you, Matt, who told me one day, you know, if I'm looking for used games, don't look for Nintendos, right? Because you just don't find them. And you're right. Yeah. They're just not there. People don't sell their Nintendo games. Uh, because they paid full price, and they're not going to get it back. You know, it... it, it it's almost like a lost market that way. Although now with the flash memory, anybody can make a video game on a teeny tiny little stick and it could be good, right? Yeah. I was just hoping Nintendo was going to say, okay, yeah, we have this portability thing that we learned from doing the Wii U. We'll get there. And um, put something more impressive in it and be like, yeah, well, this is essentially a PlayStation 4 that you can take with you. But no, they came in with... Uh, this is almost like a PlayStation 3. Almost. And you can take it with you, but you probably shouldn't because if you drop it, then it's fucked. You know. Oh, and did we mention all the controllers we're going to make keep drifting? Right. Yeah. 
yeah, you know, yeah. so that that pisses you off. But with the Nintendo sixty four, those controllers would never break, man. The yeah. things we did to those controllers as kids, like especially if you're just learning how to use that joystick for the first time, yeah, trying to figure out how to use a a free floating D pad was one of the weirdest curves to get around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also learning to hold the controller in the middle and on one side instead of like you would before when you're holding the controller, right? Because the yeah. Nintendo 64 had that middle peg. Yeah. yeah. Which the was, analog stick right yeah, in the middle. The analog yeah. stick. And then it yeah. turned out that all the games were based around that analog stick and yeah. you didn't even use your side bits half the time. Right. Yeah. Even yeah. though there's a lot of games that could have used a little more function and it wasn't there. I was just watching something today about Miyamoto, and Miyamoto had said when Nintendo 64 came out that it's going to be a real big learning curve for people that are are used to the digital uh, control of left, right, up, and down. Oh, yeah, the directional pad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For me, it was actually easier for me to play with that stick than it ever was with the digital pad. It, it was a little bit tricky. Um, it was easier back then because you didn't have to worry about looking up and down because it was just your movement wheel. Yeah. There was no... If you wanted to turn around, you just push that stick to the what side and you turned around. Is there something used as a camera? Uh, in some of them, you could. It gave you the free-floating option, but when you yeah. were just walking around, most of the times you weren't using the camera buttons. Right. Yeah. And half the time, the camera buttons weren't even for cameras. Like, I think in GoldenEye, it was a strafe button at one point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I remember strafing in GoldenEye with the camera buttons left and right. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, like I said, played the hell out of that game. Oh, that four-player uh, multiplayer <laughs> for GoldenEye? Oh, yeah. Was the biggest party game that, that I've ever seen, right? Oh, and then you add, um, well, like I said, my friend got it before anybody else I knew. So we went over to his place a lot, especially since my parents and his parents were friends. Right? You know, yeah. works out. That helps. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the adults are getting wailed and stuff like that. And we're sitting down playing um, Mario Kart 64 for the first time. And my mind is blown as what a racer could be in your living room. And and then he, my friend's like, okay, so I know you haven't played this because, like, nobody has. But those buttons over there do different things. you got to hold it here. And I'm like, okay, so we did the first couple of races. I got my ass handed to me. Nowadays, I'd be able to pick it. Like, I could probably go in and pick up Goldeneye like it's second nature, mm-hmm. right? I've played so much yeah. of that one. But uh, I also had both the Majora's Mask and the um, Link to the Past. No, not Link to the Past. Ocarina of Time. O- Ocarina of Majora's Time. Mask, and Majora's yeah. Mask. I had both of those for the Nintendo 64. Yeah, yeah. Those were awesome games. Man. I got the expansion pack for the Nintendo 64 so that I yeah, could play that. Pod Racer. Yeah. Do you remember episode one, Pod Racer? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, what, what was the first game that they used that um, expansion pack on? Uh, they uh, needed to use it on Donkey Kong because there was a patch on it Donkey to be able Kong. to fix it. That's right. Yeah. It made a big difference, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, totally. That four gigs of RAM really helped. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, power. Nintendo power. Yeah. Oh yeah. You didn't have a Nintendo sixty four. No. Um. Yeah, and shortly after the Nintendo sixty four came out, they're like, "Oh, this is the PlayStation console," and we're like, 
what sony's got a thing now where yeah. where did they come from like did they do anything before the playstation no no, no. not not gaming no so they didn't do like an amiga or no nothing like in television no. or anything they, like their that their development actually started because they were in cahoots with nintendo yeah. and uh they had in fighting and it just basically well i'm going to do my own thing fuck you guys and we'll take the ideas that we got and make our own console, which they did. Yeah. Between them and Nintendo or them and Sega? Them and Nintendo. Them and Nintendo, yeah. Sega was actually kind of going out of business. Yeah. Um, Sega had gone out of business. Uh, what was their last one? It was, it was Dreamcast, but wasn't that in the same time? Uh, Nintendo 64, uh, just after Nintendo 64. After? The PlayStation 2? A year or so after. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about... Er, after PlayStation 2? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I had the PlayStation 2 um, before I had the uh, Sega Dreamcast. And the, the thing that got me to get the Sega Dreamcast was they were the only ones that had the online capabilities. Uh, like you could actually surf the net on a Sega Dreamcast okay, to your phone modem at the time. And... You're on the net on your TV. It's pretty cool. Couldn't you do that with the PlayStation 2? You could get the modem, I think, for the PlayStation. They had a modem, yeah. Oh, okay. But that's they didn't what I'm thinking about. Browser, right? oh. So to speak. So yeah. it was like you can actually go on the web with this <laughs> Sega Dreamcast. Yeah. Like, wow. I know the uh the Wii got a web browser. Yes. And the Wii U. And yeah. yeah. The Wii U. I was so mad, man. No, we're on. Where are we now? GameCube. Right, well, yeah, GameCube. Don't okay. even jump over GameCube. Okay, I'm a GameCube. To, go fan, to GameCube. Man. This is going to be the Nintendo version, I guess. Go ahead. Well, well, no. There's it's just of all the systems, right? Yeah. Uh, that I've played, um, right up until then, the GameCube, in my opinion, was just Nintendo constantly building on the good stuff they've already done, always done, and then that's where the line ends, right? From that point on, Nintendo is now force feeding us crap as a console that they have no intention of supporting and that goes from the wii uh the wii u and as far as i'm concerned right down to the switch but the neat thing is is that everything that they're trying to do today with the switch they had in the gamecube now i'm sorry the switch is not a portable gamer uh gaming platform but it is a mobile one in that I can pack it up and take it over to my friend's house if they don't have a console. I don't know of any house that I, I'm aware of that ha- doesn't have a game console. But hey, I guess there's one or two out there. Oh, right? there has to be. And But the GameCube was exactly that. That's exactly what it was designed for. It was so that if your buddy didn't have it, you could pack yours up easily. Came right down with a little handy carrying scrap cap in a cube yeah. that you could just walk down and like and it was perfectly protected when you was traveling that way yeah. so um so i think that's the big thing about the gamecube is that nintendo right there is already beginning to look at a gaming console at your house that you will carry over yeah. and play with at another person's house or another location they've never but then but the gamecube right or this now the switch right the gamecube was a portable gaming platform where you played while you walk and they're trying to sell the switches that now and the switch isn't the switch 
not being listed, but the Switch is actually a console yeah. game platform, right? It is not a portable platform, and that's the key about the Switch. So let's bring back the Cube, guys. I love it. Well, my problem with the Cube, one, I uh, my experience with it is I, I bought one for a girl I was dating at a time, right? So that's probably the most I've seen with, you know, setting it up, how it works, that kind of thing. Um, I didn't like the button layout. Like, why are all the buttons different shapes? Like, I don't need a small circle, a big freaking circle, a couple jelly beans, and then the triggers were all weird, too. They yeah, were but really you're not long blind. triggers. What? You're not blind. No, no, I'm not. Right? But a blind person can play that game because there's a small circle, a bigger circle. Right. A blind person can also feel an engraved A or an engraved B. Not as quickly. And when you're talking about games where it's all about Microsoft. Yeah, but after five seconds of being a gamer, you know where your buttons and, are. And like we want, we all know, after five minutes of, of you handing me a game controller, I've got it figured out. And if you're blind, how are you playing a video game in the first place? I don't want to answer that question. <laughs> And actually, I'm pretty sure there are blind people out there that do play. And video I do games, believe there is a modern way, way to I do it. I want to know how they do it because that is the coolest thing I've ever heard. You so know, yeah, I guess it would have to be through the sound and and descriptive. There, right, descriptive. There's a buddy of mine that comes into the store all the time, and he walks about a half a block or so, and he knows where he is. He opens the door at the right time, you know. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, if I had no sight. I would be straight up fucked. Yet this guy carries on like nothing happens. And, and, it's, a, and it's a weird thing because you can walk through your house and you can walk to Walmart without ever paying any attention. But if I was to put a blindfold on you, you'd stumble all the way. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and and then, then the reality is, is that you do it all the time without even being aware of it. God, mm. I used to drive my car back and forth from Toronto for work. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> not blindfolded, but in that state. Yeah, of, don't do it blindfolded. Right, but but yeah. So the GameCube, I don't know. Right, all of my favorite games are there. All the games well, I played. The Mario most. Sunshine was my first game I played on the GameCube, like that I really remember. Right, and I'm sorry, that was a great game. Hands For down, a you know, if you're bringing Mario up to the next, you know, evolution of video game things, that's how you do it. Is with the little water pumps, and you go around and you clean up everything. Uh, was there? There was another one. There was a bunch of Paper Mario's and stuff for the Cube, and those are always good. All, all the turn-based. They really did have. Uh, well, I guess that there was, and you guys, you guys know this better than I do, but uh, PS2, GameCube, PS3, I guess at that point, Xbox 360, I believe. No. But Xbox 360, the PS3, and the GameCube, they ran for like many many years before a new one popped out right like it was more than the standard six years or whatever for a console it was like they rank had a good decade almost some almost of them, yeah some of them some of them went six seven eight years you know yeah. see like it was almost like they had thought they had reached their pinnacle right or yeah. maybe just you know hardware was that slow and catching up um also i found right after the gamecube the titles you could get for both playstation and xbox now sega being dead um 
I could get more variety with one of the two other guys, or I could get more adult-focused stuff with the two other guys. I, I will certainly argue that even with the GameCube, GameCube is where you began to begin to see with Nintendo uh, the failure of keeping their uh, title selection. And I think the problem that Nintendo's always had is you either write for Nintendo and no one else. And so everyone was going at that point in time, well, I'm going to write for everybody else because I can write for one program and sell it to both Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah. Right? As opposed to only selling it to Nintendo. And you are right. Nintendo's always had um, cartoony, right? Animated. Yeah. Um, more more in that venue. More kid-friendly. Mario, more kid Luigi, friendly. Yoshi, you know, Link even is relatively clean. Mm-hmm. You know, he never gets down and dirty with the princess. You know, it's all just action-adventure and save the day. And, and and even in the rougher titles, and, you know, and, there's no real heavy blood or gore for the most part. Now, for the, for the most some, part, there are some, but they're very few and far Very apart. few and far between. So you are right. From an adult comment, uh, content thing, Certainly, I would argue that Sony and PlayStation and um, Xbox, Xbox took yeah. it, yeah, and Nintendo. But that's just been, and then it just got worse with the Wii U. Like the Wii U was like, "Hey, we've got these, you know, this whole group of people who haven't been gaming. Let's just market to them because the other suckers are already tied in." Well, at the time of the PlayStation Two, and I think it was the Xbox, were fighting each other, wasn't it? The PS Two. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Originally, yes. yeah. Nintendo at that point, he, they still had the GameCube, but nobody cared anymore. Right. Yeah, you know? it had run its uh, it, yeah. course for sure. Um, my first apartment, we lived above a pawn shop. And the lady actually let us exchange consoles and games freely as long as we brought things back in order. You know, And it would be like, hey, can we you know, switch out our PlayStation 2 for a GameCube for a night or maybe for an Xbox for a night? Cool. And she was really cool with it. And we could you know, pick any game off the shelf we wanted and bring them back. And yeah. sometimes we sold her stuff and sometimes we bought stuff. And <clears throat> So uh, the balance between the PlayStation and the Xbox, I really got to feel, right? Mm-hmm. And at that time, I actually felt more games were appropriate for me at the time on xbox and not playstation which is what i'm on now Mm -hmm. it wasn't like i had a xbox 360 and you know i had good times with it until it started scratching discs and stuff like that and then i'm like no okay that means it's gonna die soon and then i ended up getting the playstation 4 and never really looked back but yeah, yeah. No, I had an Xbox 360, and I actually went through um, the Red Ring of Death. Wow! I got the Red Ring of Death, uh, and uh, it was no muss, no fuss when it came to Xbox uh, returning a brand new console. When I sent them the one that was broken, um, within a week I had another Xbox 360 brand new. Yeah. Apparently, um, there was a documentary about Xbox that just. Uh, was on TV uh, uh, last week, and they spent $1.1 billion to correct that whole fiasco with the three red lights of death. Oh, wow. $1.1 billion. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. But it shows the integrity yeah. of the company, right? They, they, they said, okay, we made a mistake, and they stepped up to the plate and yeah. was responsible. Good. Um, when I moved away from the uh, 
can I just jump in before you go sure. on to a new topic? Right, because on that same question, the Red Ring of Death, and I've often wondered this about some of these gaming systems, because you know, right now we really rip Nintendo a new one often. Um, but is it because we're in the United States? And did the PlayStation, I mean the Xbox Ring of Death, did it get resolved with you because you're in North America? Right? Would a Japanese person say the same thing? Does a Japanese person feel that Nintendo's not supporting them? Or is it like... Are they writing the games culturally that Japan wants? And like we're like second fiddle. Because there's a whole slew oh, of yeah. games that never come here. When it when it comes down to it, Japan's got like 10 times the games we have for any of the Nintendo systems that come out. Totally. Yeah. And they're usually some pretty good stuff. Like there was... Uh, I, I remember looking at a list and there was like seven or eight sailor moon games that came out and there was one that came here that was it just one and it was like really and you look at the japanese versions and they're way better the storyline's better everything's better Yeah, yeah right and a lot of them even had an english setting which is like why didn't you just you know load up the cartridge and send it in the boat you know but no they never did which is why i think the other ones pulled ahead yeah yeah because they had the titles now. Yeah. It's either PlayStation or Xbox. Those are your two go-tos. Nintendo started dropping off and getting really kid-like. We came up to the Wii U, and that was shown way more in any other system. The like, system that if you take to a um, pawn shop, they'll laugh at you. Yeah. It's the Nintendo Wii U. Well, we got to, we got to the Wii and and that was groundbreaking. We're like, all oh, right, look at this. This is you know we haven't had anything since the cube at this point, right? And they bring Except out for the, the wands. Wii. The what? The wands are oh. what wands? Oh, except for the the controller wands. Yeah, the controller yeah. wands. Yeah. Yeah, but like getting you know um, old age homes and stuff, getting the grandparents off the couch and doing this wee bowling and stuff like that and. All that kind of stuff. That was amazing for bringing in new people. And that's what they were trying to do. And even with the Wii, they did really try and get the same titles as the bigger boys. But a lot of the times those didn't translate into motion controls. And then they were still really pushing the motion controls. And it's like, no, this game doesn't need that. Uh, One example I can remember is I had the Force Unleashed for Wii. And if you threw your one hand forward, you would do a force push. And there was other things you needed your force powers for as well. And you had a bar at the bottom. So you could only use it so much so often. It did recharge over time, right? So I played the first mission and a half. I get through. And now my guy just starts force pushing and won't stop. And it used up my whole bar. Well, I need it to be able to lift this great big airship out of my way and i don't have like i need a full bar to do that but for some reason the controller was making me force push constantly and i didn't even have enough to do a small task right the bar was empty so that pissed me off i'm like okay i got a corrupted file whatever reset the game and it was still doing it i'm like no i'm out and that's when pretty what happened was it the controller no Never found out. Controller worked fine for any other game I threw at it. Really? No troubles on anything. It was just that one game. It was just 
constantly doing a force push. I'm like, no, sorry, guys. I checked my batteries. I checked my sensors. I realigned everything. This is on you. was on the Wii. Um, uh, I played that game on other systems. Yeah, but good, uh, good. Wow. I want to play it on something else because I had such a crap time with it before. Yeah, yeah. on Steam. Well, maybe. I do have the laptop now. I'm looking at it currently. <laughs> but yeah, when we got to the Wii U, it's like, they're like, okay, we got a Wii. Let's, let's stick something that's almost the same power as it, as its companion and then drop support for it entirely. But again, right? Like, I know I've, I've said it before, right? It's not going to be the first time. It's not going to be the last. And I know no one else it seems to be saying, at least from Nintendo's point of view. But when I look at the uh, Wii U, um, wow, I think that's where I start losing respect for Nintendo because that's where it was it was just a piece of crap it really 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 was and i can look at so many pieces of the wii u and go wow so this is where you test plotted the uh docking port and the portable picture frame for the switch this is where you are indeed the new handles all of this stuff is just coming right out of the wii u and it's like so is this just an R&D project and you were going to have it for 18 months and then drop it and never release a single title that you said you were going to? Yeah. Um, or have everything either be Mario and Kid related or Skylanders. Oh, good everything God. Everything yeah. Skylanders out the ass and Disney right, yeah. figures. And, oh, right, yeah. I guess that is when we, we got the Amobis? Amobis, yeah. Uh, Amiibos. Amiibos, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. But then that started, what do they call it? The play to life toys or whatever the heck they're called and that's just all the statues that have the scannable bottoms to it the yeah 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 the amiibo statues you have are just cardboard that's right yeah whereas no i don't cheap probably uh 24 of them for uh ten dollars from china from china (laughs) from china he's supporting the economy in china there's there's starving people over there just, just like here, yeah. Um, no, I think they're done with making amiibos. They'll do like one or two runs of the newest ones for the people that are collecting them, and that's it. I'm not even sure if they even still scan. Yeah, I have a a link one. Yeah, I have a link one here somewhere. But yeah. can I rip on the switch now? Um, can I? Yeah, I guess so. I think we we massacred the Wii U enough. Bring back my Game Boy, and that's really just what I have to say. I'm sorry. It doesn't. It doesn't do it. It for everything. <clears throat> my number one product, with the failure of the Wii U, right? Um, I buy a PS4, and my gaming console at home right now, right? If I'm actually firing up one of the big three, it's Sony. Congratulations, Sony. You won. Yay, by default. But my portable gaming system, which for me was so much more important than my at-home system, was my Game Boy. Right? My Game Boy 3, 3DX. You had a 3DS XL. Yeah, 3DS XL. It was beautiful. Right? It was teal, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and the horrible part is it's not even being supported now. Oh, hell no. And I've got this horrible 
center heavy, loosely fitting piece of glass garbage, right? That if I was trying to walk and play with that at the same time, at some point in time, it's just going to break out of its center and fall. Oh, is your and hinge if, garbage? Yeah, so, and, oh. and and if you, right? And I'm sorry, I shouldn't be needing to buy a portable system and then go out to a secondhand supplier almost from day one and go, oh, here's the support brace you need so it doesn't fall apart when you're playing that mobile. Bring back my Game Boy. I'm going to be mean with you this on that Nintendo. See, yeah. see, like, how, how, are, that's what they're trying to do with the Switch. But as you said, a Switch is too big. A Game Boy, you can fold it in half and you can put it in your pocket. A Switch, you have to bring a small purse with you. I think the thing is, is that people keep talking about two different types of gaming system, right? And that's portable, portable and mobile and, and at home. And I think the key is there's actually three. There's at home. Portable to residence to residence, i.e. it travels and packages up easily. Yeah. Or mobile. play on the go. Yeah, mobile. mobile where you're playing as you go. Right. And the Game Boy was a mobile platform. Yeah. And the best of them out there, right? I'm oh, yeah. sorry. Are any of the ones that were existing, right? And right and, now, the Switch is the only And it's portable. not cutting it. It just doesn't cut it as a mobile gaming platform no and that's why my phone's taken over plus you have to take into consideration the chip for the nintendo switch is now eight years old when they brought out the switch it was two years old they went with old technology yeah and this is the bitch that i have about nintendo is they have all this money and all these great games um but they never match it with the technology right all the other like it's no wonder the other two systems are winning the war because Nintendo always goes with the cheaper, older chip than something cutting edge that will get them in the first for hardware and software. Yeah. Right? I don't think at this point a Switch Pro is going to cover it. However, yeah, I am going to throw this out, that during COVID, having that cheaper chip, made sure that they were able to saturate the market a lot better than the PS5 and the new Xbox. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was a win. That was a win. So, um... Good Oh, yeah, very good marketing. So, yeah. like, I'm not sure. I think it's actually become the second biggest selling console in console history. Yeah. Switch. And see, now they're back with the good titles, but, like, man, I was burned with the Wii U. Granted, now there's two switches in our house, but I like their their um, original titles like Zelda, Mario, you know the stuff that they make that it's exclusive to them. But any third party that they do lately, it just looks like mud. You take yeah. any game like Doom or Doom Eternal on any other system, it's beautiful. It runs gorgeous. You see it on the Switch on your tv and it's muddy it's it's oh, blurry it's, you should see arc survival you know? evolved on the switch if you think it's broken on playstation Ooh, 4 oh god arc, yeah. yeah right now the new map is so glitchy that like i fly a triangle around the map like that's how bad it is i come out my snow uh, owl is a triangle pisses me off and it's like okay when are you gonna render in like 
Oh, you have Ark for Switch? No, no, no but I... But I have it for PlayStation 4, and if it's this bad for the PlayStation 4, and it hasn't been covered for the Switch in God knows how long. Right, yeah. Like, they literally dropped it for the Switch and then abandoned it. They, there's been no updates. There's no been support. No, or nothing, no support. Yeah. Just completely dropped. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think that's what Nintendo needs to do is support their gamers because their gamers are what made them in the first place. Yeah. And by not supporting us, it's believe inevitable we're going to walk away. So since we're talking about the console wars, the last one that we're finishing up here with the PlayStation 4 and the, which one was that, Xbox One? Xbox One S. Or, no, started out One X. X. Started out Xbox One. One. And then that was against the PlayStation 4. Right. And then, so as far as I understand, PlayStation is winning that. Yeah, PlayStation 4 has sold a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, we're out with a new generation, PlayStation 5, and, well... <laughs> you can't find one. Combined, you can't find one. There's a chip shortage, COVID, blah, blah, blah. Um, I wouldn't say it's... It's a, it's a new generation, but it's not available. So, is it? You know? Okay. Nobody can play that new generation yet. Now, wasn't there rumors also about uh, Sony coming out with another handheld? I heard that. Like a Vita 2 a or Vita something. A Vita 2, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they should do that. I don't that. know if I would call it a Vita, though. I didn't like that name. I didn't like the like, system. I had it. Oh. I had the system Vita. I had a PSP. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was know, great. I thought but... that was better than the Vita. Oh, I love my media. PSP. Oh, I did my. I love my PSP. Yeah. There was only a few select movies that came out for it, yeah. but... Uh, for having nothing at all with you when you're going to watch these movies, I'd rather have a movie than nothing at all. Yeah. And I had, like, stupid movies. I had Resident Evil 3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, you know, like... Wow. Yeah. Was it 3? I think... It, no, it might have been just Resident Evil, the, the first movie. Yeah. Um, then I had a couple other ones. There was, like, a spy movie. There was... Yeah, you know different things but there's a place uh on main street uh, called letterbox i think it's closed now but it's sold video games and, and retro and all that stuff and cartridges for psp for ps vita and they had a whole bunch of movies i was surprised how many movies oh, it, it was an all right had. selection but yeah. like it wasn't as many as you're gonna find vcr or v yeah, yeah 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 it wasn't one of those main things um, yeah, so right now nobody can find a PlayStation 5. You can find the odd new Xbox, but it's about as hard to find as a PlayStation 5. PlayStation, I think, is having the worst trouble with it, by the sounds of it, anyway. Yeah. But yeah, still, there's no consoles in anybody's hands, so to see who's going to win this version of the war, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, the circumstances have to change. COVID has to be over, and they... Have yeah. to stop this chip shortage, and then we'll see, right? Yeah, it's kind of disabled right now. So I don't know if uh, it got brought up or not, and I missed it. But um, is it the Oberon system, the uh, new systems that are coming out for three um, D virtual reality? Oculus. Oh, Oculus. Oh, there's the Oculus Rift. Yeah. I guess you could call 
that those, in console as see, well. See, those more so migrate with your PC, do they not? They're not standalone. Yes, they are standalone. Oh, are they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. They they have 32 gigs of storage. Um, it I runs they, uh, on... I hope they give a cloud st- service because that's not much for games. No, it's not that much. No. I mean, I, I think you can get SD cards and it will take a, a maximum of 64 but even 64 gigs, as you guys know, in Gameland, it's not much. That's maybe two games. What, what are some three. of these cheaper headsets going for, do you know? Mm, like, can you get a decent one for two ninety nine? 300 to 600 bucks. Oh, okay. For an Oculus, that, a PSVR is 400 Yeah. Uh, and the Oculus, selling like hotcakes, but yeah, they're 400 bucks. Well, apparently they're doing a new VR for PlayStation. Yeah, they're giving PlayStation that. Five yeah. their own VR because now it's got the cojones. Yeah, it's going to be 4K. Yeah, 4K. Each cojones. lens is going to be 4K. Oh wow! So, so it's not like both eyes looking at a single screen. It's like no, per lens. Per lens, it's 4K. Wow. Yeah, or so I've heard. But these are all rumors, right? We well, never yeah, know until the system comes out. Uh, I thought I heard that they were going to revamp the PlayStation Five to make it cheaper to bring out so that they could. Sell more of them. Uh, I I'm not sure what was like gonna a PS5 happen. mini or or yeah yeah. I don't know how I would like that. Uh, they they cut back on the coolant, on how much cooling is on it. You need to have that cooling because it's really yeah. hot. Right? That's that's the question that's actually at hand. Everybody's like, okay, well, if you open up a PlayStation Five, it's got a huge heatsink yeah. network going yeah, through yeah. the thing, right? And they're pretty much taking that and reducing it by half. And yeah, so, you know, you wonder. If you take uh, one apart um, that I've seen on uh, YouTube videos, it takes up half of the console, the cooling. Yeah. So if you cut that in half, then it'll take a quarter of the console. Maybe it won't have to be heated that much because it's not covering as much of the motherboard i'm not sure how that works yeah i don't know yeah they're doing something crazy there but let's not have the jet engine like we did with ps4 or even xbox 360 oh oh so far i'm doing not too bad considering her age yeah yeah you know i have the limited edition batman playstation 4 it's silver and it has batman painted on the top of it i think painted pretty sure anyways um yeah, I guess that pretty much covers the console wars, you know, in a broad stroke of a brush, you know. Pretty well. From a gaming system point of view, that is, but there's been other consoles that we go. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, God, <laughs> there's, yeah. There's other consoles that I've had. Um, there's the Panasonic 3DO. Yeah. Um, there was the Atari Jaguar, which is actually... Um, Officially, the first 64-bit system before Nintendo 64. Yeah. Of course, we all know what happened with Atari. They went the way of Sega and became software developers and lost their hardware. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Need to be careful. You you know, there's just not enough for more than three people in the ring. Don't add a fourth because, yeah, I don't think it can sustain... All righty. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining me on this episode. You're very, very welcome. And uh, what what was that? Have a good night. Yeah. Everyone. 
And uh, you guys take her easy at home, and thanks for joining us on our coverage of the console wars through the years. Have a great night, everybody.